Jordan. Ian. Who can't say no to people, went to the bank intending to simply deposit £10 they were kindly given as a birthday gift, but ended up walking out nine hours later with three personal loans, five credit cards, a mortgage to a house they don't own, and a puppy. Al Capone? No, two guys. What? Welcome to episode 45 of Two Guys What's Up, the weekly comedy podcast where I take the loans at least because I am poor, but where I may be poor in money, I'm rich in friendship because I'm joined by the guy who's like an ATM machine who gives out free hugs. Jordan! Jordan, how are you? Uh, I'm good, thank you. I do like a good hug, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Love a good old snuggle. You're very cuddly. Sometimes, when we cuddle, I don't know if you know, but I nuzzle my nose into your into your neck crevice and give you a little... I don't know if you've ever felt my beard tickle you or not. Do you actually do that? No. Oh, I thought you were for a second like you were being deadly serious. <laughs> Imagine if I was like, yeah, I have noticed that. Yeah, I've noticed you're doing that. Weirded me out at first, but, you know, it's, it's all right now as we're getting on in years. <laughs> yeah, it gives me a little tingle in my heart <laughs> and my and pants yeah. <laughs> oh i love it good god well we've had some exciting news haven't we we have not not for anyone listening like it's not like we're finally quitting <laughs> or anything like that but we've had some good news and that is uh i hope i think i think this is what you're referring to are you referring to the trip we recently took i am indeed oh brilliant and can i just say it was a trip to manchester and so far we have not taken back covid yes so far so good I can breathe, I can smell things. I'm off work this week, but... Uh, <laughs> so, next so, week when it kicks yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not off currently due to COVID. But yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're currently COVID-free. But yeah, we had a hell of a good time. Uh, do you want to tell the people at home where we went to go, Jordan? Who we went to see, what we did? We went to see the five best hookers in Manchester. No, Jordan, the, uh, the other thing after that. Oh, then um, pick up all the drugs. <laughs> Get to the part that, you know, the bit that we can actually say on air. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we've met two people. You might maybe know them. They're called something like Kit and Rory, I think it is. I think that's the guys, yeah. Yeah, from um, a paranormal thing called um, Tomorrow's Paranormal Journey or something. Something like that, yeah. (laughs) No, I'm joking. It was called This Paranormal Life. Yes. uh, Which is a, a comedy paranormal podcast, much like ourselves yeah no correlation there no inspiration taken no need to contact the lawyers no 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 infringement going on no you're talking on to me toes. i'm talking to them just in case they're listening <laughs> i just imagining that you would just say that to me jordan put the phone down no need to contact the lawyers no yeah so we went to manchester for a delightful little trip out we went to see this paranormal life live in new century and it was a lot different from because we went to see them last year didn't we on i think it was august last year we went to see them and that was in like a tiny little pub and the queue spanned from the entrance to the venue which was in the pub so it's like the basement to the back of the pub (laughs) and this time we turned up uh, about what 10 minutes after doors opened and the queue was right the way around the building yeah it was a little bit concerning actually yeah, we thought, ah, shit, are we going to get in? Are we going to get to see them? And we were on a bit of a schedule, and we were hoping, because as they do after every live show, fantastically, they do live uh, meet and greets, so they'll, they'll come and talk to the fans and stuff like that, and that was brilliant, and we were concerned that we might not get chance, because we both had to be back to be up at 7 o'clock the next morning yeah. for our general daily lives. But luckily we did. We got to meet them. That was super cool. They are super nice guys. Very nice. They are lovely. And the show was fantastic, and they hugged me. I don't know if, I don't know if they hugged you. I don't know if they hugged anyone else 
but they, they saw me and they were like yo what's up it's, it's Ian my best pal and they gave me a hug and I was like yo yo did guys did you put and... your nose in his neck crevice <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to ask him that that's our okay. personal thing we do fair enough because <laughs> I will be really hurt if you do it to other people <laughs> Just mean I'm going to have to actually start doing it to you now. I'm only going to expect it. That's fair enough. I'm waiting for the tingles. <laughs> I'm tingleless currently, Ian. Get your nose in there, please. <laughs> I wondered what you were referring to. You know. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. All round good journey, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. And I had a ghost pumpkin frappe on the oh, way. Oh, God, it looked awful from Starbucks. <laughs> I just kept questioning, like, why Ghost Pumpkin? There was so many Halloween-esque things you could have gone for. Like, even something like Pirate Ghost. I mean, it's probably because there's pumpkin in there, but you don't... There's no essence of ghost in there, so why Ghost Pumpkin? Like, you don't get pumpkin ghosts. You never know. I'm not watching paranormal shows, and they're like, oh my god, I've just picked up the presence of a ghost pumpkin. Like, they're not a thing, so why call it that? They could have called it a spooky pumpkin frappe, or a creepy pumpkin frappe. You know, the, the whole point of it is it's got pumpkin in it, so... Well, you say it's got pumpkin in it, yet it was green. It was green. It's supposed to be black, but it was green. It looked awful, and your, <laughs> your first thing when you took a sip was... That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, fir- the first glug was a- an interesting one, but as a- the flavours settled and everything mixed around, it was slightly bearable. I knew it the moment when you asked the lady at the counter, what is it? And she said, I'd love to be able to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, uh, maybe avoid that one. No, I'll go for it. <laughs> I'd love to be able to tell you. It's just whatever the remainder of the contents of the bin is after the last one. <laughs> Pour that in, blend it up. Oh, God, yeah. They don't have a sink. They've just got a bucket yeah. that they pour everything <laughs> into when they clear the tables. <laughs> and if that will serve this up, we'll call it a ghost pumpkin. <laughs> it's like the version of people who go around at the end of nights, you know, who can't afford <laughs> drinks, and just pour leftover drinks into one big pint glass and down that. That is disgusting. That's normally black as well. At least they, they put some fresher whipped cream on the top, though, sir. So. Very true. And I'm very thankful that they charged me for it because the fact that I had to pay money for it it was just, you know, the absolute icing on the cake. <laughs> or the cream on the frappe, so to speak. Oh, it was disgusting, but never mind. Anyway. Yeah. Maybe next time I'll get something I'm more used to. Definitely. Anyway, what have you got coming up for us today? Bit of a funny one, actually. Bit of a strange one. It's ridiculous product warning labels. Okay. Just because there are some things out there that feel like these labels are just simply not necessary. And if someone feels the need that they require this label, mm-hmm. they should not be using this equipment. Okay, right. So it's it's probably warning labels that seem a bit on the nose, a bit obvious. So like on a chainsaw, it's do not put to throat or something like that. <laughs> Yeah. I'll actually tell you what, there is a chainsaw one, I'll tell you now. Oh God, go on then. So, chainsaw one said, danger, do not hold the wrong end of chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> that genuinely is the thing. Oh yeah, I think that sums up what you said to a T. If you're going to be using it, you should probably already know that. <laughs> That's a lovely little bit of insight as to what you've got coming up today, Jordan. But as for me, today, I am going to be going into Bloody CERN, the time-altering, memory-changing bastards. B- Well, actually, that was last week, but they're still relevant in at least some of today's episode, because as I mentioned last week, today I'm going to be giving you a few of the reasons why people think that CERN might have changed our world, moved our consciousnesses, or, at the very least, killed most of us off 
and ultimately caused what has been come to be known as today as the Mandela Effect. Oh, I love this. Yeah, because I've got 12 coming up for you at the end, so I'm hoping that you don't know them so that I can really test your knowledge. Oh, okay. I'm quite excited. I do find Mandela Effects quite interesting. Do you remember in one of the very early episodes of us, Mm -hmm. we spoke about one that was the Monopoly guy? Dude, when I was doing research into this, there is loads for Monopoly. Oh, right, okay. I was going to write them all down, but that would have literally made the episode about three hours long just going through them all. And I don't know a lot about Monopoly, so I'd have been like, oh yeah, the chance square on the back foot of uh, Monopoly Road is actually green, not purple, (laughs) and that means f*** all to me, so I don't know if that's actually different or not. Right. Do you not play Monopoly? I refuse, no. Oh, you're missing out. I love it. Everyone says that to me, right? But I don't get the point of it. I live Monopoly. I have no money. You know, I f***ing, I go around the board of life i don't want to sit in my room and be like yeah let's uh, get bankrupt in this game as well can't wait let's be skint all my fucking life difference is with you in real life is you don't collect 200 pounds regularly yeah thankfully so far i haven't gone to jail either but yeah don't collect any money ever really it's all right though because you might have a get out of jail free card should that happen then fair enough but i don't so for the moment for the time being i'll stay on the right side of the law yeah perfect could we please one day have a game together i'd I'd really appreciate it if we didn't So, what is the Mandela Effect? Jordan, do you have any way that you could put it into a few short words to sum it up for us? I would say it's where you kind of misremember an event that you are sure happened in the past. Or not necessarily an event, but a a thing or a name of a thing. And now it's suddenly not that anymore. And you think, well, have we just changed to another reality? Thank you. Thank you very much. If that didn't clear it up for you, a quick example. Let's say you remember a line from an 80s song that you love and you've believed it to have been a certain way all your life. But then when you hear it again for the first time in a few years, you come to find out that you're wrong. The line is different. Well, my guy, you might have just experienced the Mandela effect. And I love it. Perfect. <laughs> well, most people put this down to false memories or simply misremembering details. But Fiona Broom, an author who coined the term Mandela effect for reasons I will get into shortly, said herself that the term Mandela effect describes the phenomenon. It is an explanation of it. It is not simply a theory or to be put down to faulty reports, old stories, broken memories, Chinese whispers, or anything of the sort. Right, okay. Yeah, but what she's essentially saying is uh, it's not the term given to us just misremembering something right it is an actual phenomenon it is happening yeah it is something to be studied and looked at especially because so many people experience the same thing yeah i've had this odd thought right through researching at this time i was thinking what if you and i say we misremember or have a mandela effect about a certain thing yeah but i have one about something else but you don't have it about that so we have the same mandela effect about one item but differing opinions on a second item because mm. that would surely mean that we were from the same universe but then we're from a different universe on the second example so what does that mean interesting explain that means that one of us is stupid okay fair enough like it's probably me right <laughs> So Brune named this the Mandela Effect because she seems to remember Nelson Mandela dying in prison in the 1980s, when in fact he was released in 1990 and died years later in 2013. Right. So that is the first mainstream example of it, making the definition a bit clearer. But the point is, it's not just Brune that remembers it this way. Lots more people remember Nelson Mandela dying in prison in the 80s, when in fact he did not. Mm. Or did he? But in another timeline. Spooky! Spooktastic, spooky fucking ghost pumpkins... <laughs> still not tasty. The two thoughts of CERN's involvement in this phenomenon are pretty much the same, with a couple minor plot changes at the end. 
So, set the scene. The year is 2012, two years after the first successful collision at the dreaded Satan-loving scientist bunkers hellhole that is CERN. People tried to tell them, but they thought they were the scientists. We've gone through years of training, got degree after degree, doctorates on top of masters, they know best. The black holes, the people said, they'll destroy us all. Now nah, they said as they drank out of their Nobel Prize memorabilia coffee mugs. But the black holes came, Jordan, and they did indeed change everything. What happened, Ian? One of the stories says the black hole grew so large that it swallowed our world, transferring the consciousnesses of those that weren't killed into parallel universes that mirror our own with minor changes that some of us are beginning to now notice. Yeah, right, okay, yep. And the other story says that pretty much exactly the same happened, except CERN just blew up the world. But I explained that last week, so I won't waste your time. Although, some people believe that this happened in 2012 because it coincided with the Mayan calendar coming to an end. Do you remember that fiasco, Jordan? Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, a lot of people thought, well, CERN getting turned on around this time. Mayan calendar coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is there a correlation there? <laughs> Maybe. Have you just released some helium in your room? Have you seen that? I don't know what it's called, but it's like the reverse of helium, and you breathe it in and you sound yeah, really is that, deep. Is that boron? Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it is. Yeah, it makes you super low. I'd love that. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Get some. The guy from Mythbusters once did it, and he laughs at the end after he ingests it, and it is hilarious, because it's like... <laughs> it's just so fucking funny. Like a proper evil genius. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Maybe he works for CERN. Maybe he does. That's not true. (laughs) So aside from the theories, I'm wondering if we all survived and groups of people were dropped off in alternate timelines, or if most people died out and the ones who survived were dropped off in one place. So Jordan, what are your thoughts so far? What are you thinking? Like, do you think like people were just deposited in different universes or were we all just clumped into one and dropped somewhere else? I don't know. It implies that we'd all be dropped off if this happened to different timelines because we all remember different things. Yeah, unless it was like an explosion and, you know, some people were killed and, uh, the remainders who weren't their consciousness their energy was like catapulted off in different directions and just landed on the first parallel universe they came in contact with or were we just all like collectively teleported i don't know i mean these are questions i'm never gonna be able to fucking answer so i don't know why i'm asking them <laughs> i don't either because i certainly don't have the answer i'm an idiot <laughs> no comment <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah, so on this one, I'm more on the fence because I think I'm sure there's probably no problem with what the LHC is doing, but some notable scientists have spoken out about it, namely Stephen Hawking and Neil deGrasse Tyson, saying in theory, black holes and a vacuum bubble could potentially swallow up the Earth, but I guess probably not. Maybe like me saying to you, if you stand outside, there's a chance of you getting hit by a car, and of course, there is, but probably almost certainly 100% not. Mm. I suppose if I stayed in the road long enough. Yeah, that's true, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, other cars are probably going to see you and maybe swerve around you. But I'm more likely, aren't I? Yeah, more likely, but I mean, it'd only only take that one distracted driver to hit you, yeah, I'm sure. But Neil deGrasse Tyson, I think, who was talking about the vacuum bubble Mm. that could potentially be created and just, you know, suck the earth into it and destroy it. But is there a possibility? Is it like 0.0 reoccurring, you know, one at the end? chance Mm. or is it like 50 50 because i kind of like to know yeah this opens up a can of worms now how on earth does anyone even calculate that risk this opens up a can of wormholes (laughs) well done science joke (laughs) (laughs) but 
I know not nearly enough about particle physics to have an opinion, so all I can do is take the evidence that I can see, and that is that there is a phenomenon going on, and there's a big science thing that could have caused it. Fair enough. But, to really hammer it home, Jordan, I've got a few of my favourite examples of the Mandela Effect that I'm going to give you in a little test right now to see if you are one of the New World natives or a cool guy that we took from Earth Alpha when we were pulled over by our best and brightest world destroyers. Well, I've been described as an alpha before. No comment. (laughs) (laughs) It was by my (laughs) mum. Okay, Jordan, so to test whether you are from Earth Alpha, codename Best Universe Around, a.k.a. Mine, or Universe P, codename Shit Dump, a.k.a. Not Mine, I've got a small list of Mandela effects for you to go through, so I can, in fact, ascertain whether you are or not my original Jordan. Okay, all right, I'm game. What year did we meet? It's been about, what, 11 years now, so... It was like 2011, yeah, it was just before. Just before, so, I mean, if the world was pulled into a parallel dimension and you're not my original Jordan, you're the one that i've grown with so i guess you are my jordan now right so the other one can fuck off absolutely it was a bit of a dick anyway yeah it's total bed you're better off with me <laughs> well let's see where you're from first before we go and suck okay. each other <laughs> fair enough okay so number one of 12 the song from greece is it greased lightning or grease lightning? So like, oh, this table's been greased. I would have said grease lightning. So the song where it's like... Yeah. The next line is grease lightning. <laughs> grease lightning. I would have said grease without the D. Wrong! It is greased with a D! Is it really, though? It Yeah. Imagine if the, the title of it became greased. <laughs> um, I won't let you pause to look up all of these as we go, because they're probably going to be quite jarring and shocking to you that you're going to want to go, what the fuck? And you're going to want to have a little like Google around. Right. So I'll let you write down the ones that you find the most hard to believe, and you can look them up later and let us know. Yeah, okay, deal. Right, so you are a Star Wars fan, Jordan, aren't you? I bloody am. So this one should be fucking easy for you. Okay. C-3PO, that big gold robot bastard, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Good guy. (laughs) What colour are his legs? Depends in what episode. Okay, let's say, uh, I think it's episode six when they're walking through that desert. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's like gold top and then maybe like a silver leg or silver legs. Like from head to toe, he's all gold except for one knee to foot. He's silver shin. Yes. Essentially. That sounds right. Okay, so you know that, did you? I didn't know that. But, um. <laughs> you, you also have not watched Star Wars. <laughs> I've seen media, though. <laughs> it's not looking good for you, John. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few trailers. <laughs> <laughs> This is not going good for you, Jordan. Okay. You are currently two for nothing. Oh, God. Is he purple or something? No, I've just told you he's got a silver leg. That's <laughs> it. I said that. Yeah, exactly. So you're right. Oh. But in my timeline, he's all gold. Right, I see. So you're rubbish. Um, <laughs> number three, Scooby-Doo's best pal Shaggy. You know that guy? I do. In the original cartoons, does he or does he not have a protruding Adam's apple? Oh, God. I've never really thought about it. Uh, Just picture him in your head. I think if I was drawing him, I wouldn't put an Adam's apple there. Would you not? No. See, I always would have done. Right. But it turns out he does not have an Adam's apple. I'm, I'm doing fucking good at this. No, you're doing terrible. Why? Because you're not my Jordan. You're the one from the new universe. Yeah, no, I told you that old one's a shit bag. Wait, hang on. Am I from the new universe and you've been pulled over from an alternate or am I been pulled over to the alternate and you're the, you're the original? Oh, I'm confused now. Oh, uh, well, maybe you're the 
weird Ian. Well, wherever I'm from is Alpha Earth, right? Wherever you're from is the, the <laughs> shit one, okay? okay? That's the way it works. <laughs> right. Even if you're from my Earth and we're both from the same timeline, that automatically <laughs> negates Earth Alpha and just makes it shit because you're Ian. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a kid. <laughs> yeah, it's fine by me. <laughs> okay, moving on to number four. The Tinkerbell Disney intro. Do you remember that really old Disney intro where Tinkerbell would fly in? Mm, like little sparkle thing. Yeah, so does she or does she not dot the I in the Disney logo? I would say no. See, I always remember as she did do that. So she flies in, comes around the screen, like looks over, dots the I with a magic wand. Wand thing, yeah. And then zooms off. That's the way I've always remembered it. Hmm. See, yeah, I'd have, I'd have said no. Wow, this is not looking good. <laughs> Because, yeah, she does not do that. Amazing. Right, so number five. This one might be a little bit of a more difficult one for us because we are not from America. All right. But let's see how it goes anyway. Okay. Benjamin Franklin. Do you know that guy? I do. Personally, he's a lovely chap. He's a bit stinky now. He's been dead for about, what, 200 years, but... Yeah, conversation runs dry quite quickly. because <laughs> he just mumbles out. <laughs> it just gives me the silent treatment. Bit of a p- actually. <laughs> Stopped inviting him out for drinks years ago. <laughs> Those coffee dates. God, it's boring. <laughs> Have a little rummage around the deepest recess of your mind and tell me, was he America's first president or not? Oh, uh, I'll be honest, I, I couldn't answer that. I'm not sure. Okay, I was always adamant that he was. Right. But apparently he was one of the more notable founding fathers of America. He was not president. Right, okay. Who was the first? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Irrelevant to the story. Why would I look that up? You t- you tell me. Fair enough. Well, yeah, okay. Do you want me to find out for you? I'm not massively bothered, to be no, totally fair. No, too late. I'm gonna. Okay. George Washington. Okay. That lovely guy. I could understand that more. Yeah, that makes more sense. Maybe I'm just wrong. Anyway, moving on, number eight. Looney Tunes. How do you spell it? Oh, I remember I've seen this one before. Okay. So it's either between it being like tunes or tunes, isn't it? Correct. Yeah. T-O-O-N-E-S or T-U-N-E-S. I would have thought it's tunes but i don't think it is as in cartoons yeah as in like t-o-o-n-s no it is in fact looney tunes as in the musical tunes yeah and that comes from apparently the fact that it used to have a lot of music through it oh really okay so as in like musical tunes yeah so that's where it came from looney tunes even though it was a cartoon yes so maybe that's the confusion there but Mm. i always thought it was to be honest i never really had any thought about either of them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I don't think you stay up at night, do you? <laughs> kind of pondering it, but yeah. I think if I was writing it down, I would have said... I would have said tunes. T-O-O-N-S, yeah. Yeah. Okie dokie. Funny. Right, so we're getting through these now. Number seven. Nice. So, Jordan, if I asked you to point to where your heart is in your chest, whereabouts would you point? See, I'm aware of this one too. Everyone says it's the left side, don't they? Yeah. However, you're going to tell me it's more the middle. Yeah, apparently it is more central. But I would have not said that. I mean, I haven't had a look. <laughs> yeah, hang on, let me just slice myself. You're going to rib crackers. <laughs> but no, I'm trusting what the internet has told me, and apparently it's more central. Yeah, well, it's definitely to the left. It's not like it's changed. No, it's, it's like centre of your body. It's like where your sternum is. That doesn't feel right. I'm not sure I can really feel a heartbeat there. No, I can. Oh, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it more sort of like left breast rather than right in the middle. I can feel it in my wrist, mate. It doesn't mean it's there. (laughs) 
Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to make of that. I would have still said, like, left based on me. I remember hearing when I was young, someone said to me, oh, everyone says the heart's on the left, but it's actually central and it leans more to the left. Right, okay. Whether it's dead centre or just slightly off or what, it is not where I thought it would be, as in, like, sort of above my nipple. That's where everyone seems to think it is, I think. Yeah. Not you know, not their hearts above my nipple, but, you know, everyone's respective nipples. <laughs> so it depends how tall they are when they hug you. <laughs> Well, it'd still be on the other side, wouldn't it? <laughs> you didn't say which side of the nipple. <laughs> it'd be on the right side of my body. That's a very good point. Unless they're some sort of biological freak. Well, that is a medical condition to have your organs flipped. Is it? Yeah. Ah, interesting. Okay. It's called freak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. You've got a bad case of biological freak. <laughs> Sorry, that seemed very... (laughs) Heartless. Ironically. (laughs) Anyway, right, so moving on. Staying on the body. If I asked you, John, to point to where your kidneys are, whereabouts on your body would you point? Uh, You normally back of your kind of like hips, I guess, or just a bit above. Aha! I've got you on this one. They are actually under your fucking ribs. Under the ribs? Yep, they are at the back, but like more under your ribs, so they're not far down as you think they are. Wow, okay. And I I always thought, because I always remember this uh, Simpsons episode where Grandpa Simpson needed a new kidney, and he's hugging Homer, and he, <laughs> he squeezes his kidneys. He's like, oh yeah, that one seems juicy, I love that one. And I've always thought, I don't know if it's from that or, you know, just what I've always been taught, but I've always thought they are where you said they were, at the bottom, like near your hips. Yeah. But they're actually right under your f***ing ribs, apparently. And I googled this after reading that, because I was like, that's bollocks out, pal. So I looked it up, and apparently, yep, yeah, ribs they are. Mm, I don't know. How weird. Okay. Can't argue with science, mate. Fair enough, yeah. So uh, we're in the same world there. We are? No, yeah, no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how any of this works, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number nine. Do you remember the film Forrest Gump and its famous line, the one about chocolate? Oh, the life is like a box of chocolates. Yes. So you've just said it then for me. I was going to ask you to recite it for me, and you just said life is like a box of chocolates. But the actual line is life was like a box of chocolates. Life was like a box of chocolates. Yep. How does that make sense? It's in the way he's saying it. He said, my mum always said that life was like a box of chocolates. Oh, right. Okay. So he's not meaning like in the past it was. He's just saying life was like a box of chocolates. So saying it from somebody rather than him saying it. Yeah. So, I mean, he is telling the story. So that makes more sense. But I guess maybe because it doesn't sound like it makes sense. People have just changed it to life is like a box of chocolates. Yeah, I guess so. I I can understand why that would be a thing. Because if you're relaying that as an inspirational pick me up, Mm -hmm. you're not going to (laughs) say... Life was like a box of chocolates. Alas, now it's shit. There you go. (laughs) Feel better. Yeah, now it's like an empty box of chocolates full of sadness. (laughs) Right, so we're on to the final three now. Do you know the brand Laughing Cow? The Triangle Cheese. That's the one. Can you picture the packaging for me in your head? Yes, the red cow. Yeah, does the cow on the front have a nose ring or does the cow not have a nose ring? I would totally say a nose ring. Ah, see, so would I. But there is, in fact, no nose ring. See, I, I've got a laughing cow. <laughs> not a laughing cow. <laughs> <laughs> Kidnapped it from uh, the laughing farm. That one's definitely got nose ring. Because <laughs> um, I put it there. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I've I've got some triangle cheese in the fridge. I will check mm-hmm. that after. Brilliant. I mean, I googled it and I, I didn't type Mandela effect after it, so there's no correlation between the two. But it was just the, the brand image, and there is no nose ring there. And I was like, it just looks wrong. It looks like there's something missing. That's so weird. Yeah, I would have swore blind that there was a nose ring involved. Same. That's so weird. Okay. 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 So on to the last two, and these are the last two that I added like in the last couple of days because I saw them and I was like, what? All right. Here we go. So number eleven, the chocolate bar. Blue Blue Ribbon. Do you know that guy? Yes. So am I saying that right? Blue Ribbon? Ah, I think I've heard this. Um, Apparently that's wrong, isn't it? Is it Ribbons? It's Riband. Oh, Riband. Oh, that's it, yes. Yeah. That seems totally wrong. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it changes the pronunciation of the f***ing word itself. And all my life I've said Blue Ribbon. And then somebody said to me the other day, no, it's Blue Riband. And I was like, don't be stupid. It's absolutely f***ing not Blue Riband. What the hell is that? And then I looked at a (laughs) chocolate bar myself and I was like... Yeah, I've never known it being ribband. I still don't think of it that now. No, I don't. I still call them blue ribbons. Yeah. That's an earth alpha thing to do. <laughs> of course, because, you know, I'm saying it. <laughs> of course, yes, especially. One out of uh, 12 so far. <laughs> so, John, last one for you. All right. The Michael Jackson song, Smooth Criminal. Yeah. The lyrics, you've been hit by... Finish that for me. See, I know this one, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> I absolutely thought it's been you've been hit by, you've been struck by Correct. a smooth criminal, but it's you've been hit by, you've been hit by a smooth criminal. Yeah. That feels wrong. It feels totally wrong. It doesn't feel like it fits in the music properly. It sounds awful. Repetitive. Yeah. It feels lazy for Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, lazy prep. <laughs> I think I know why, though. Do you know why? I do not know why. Go on. So uh, I looked into this, and Alien Ant Farm did a cover Yes, of... I was going to say, is it the Alien Ant Farm thing? And it is in there. Yeah, they say you've been struck by. Yeah. So has that recording been pulled over from the Alpha Earth, and it's just survived the, the transition across? To be honest with you, I just think that we've misremembered it, because it was quite a popular cover. Ah, 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 John. These aren't misrememberings, remember? Remember what Fiona <laughs> Brune said? What if I misremembered what you've said? Yeah, you said these are totally... <laughs> Just misrememberings, Ian. At the beginning of this episode, from the last, like, 40 minutes, you've been pulled into another universe. Yeah, and, and I don't know what you said at the beginning. Who are you? My name's uh, Kevin. Oh, hi, Kevin. I know your brother, Kevulus. <laughs> He's a good guy. <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah, so that about brings it to the end of my little Mandela Effect retelling. I love it. Thank you, CERN, for bringing us <laughs> all this content. It's two episodes I got out of yours. Now, you had told me about your thoughts to do this topic. Mm-hmm. And as you know, I'm quite interested. So I wrote a couple as well, just to sort of chime in. Just in case I did shit. <laughs> no, just in case you didn't bring any of them up. And uh, alas, you haven't, but you're probably still aware. But I feel like I, I want to just discuss them anyway. Go on, them. So, one in particular is Pokemon. Oh, with uh, Pikachu's tail. Oh, there is that as well, about the kind of black stripe or lack thereof. Yeah. But no, it's about the spelling of the Pokemon Onyx. Oh, yeah, I saw that recently. Yeah, which is spelt with an I instead of a Y, and, uh, you know, I was a huge Pokemon fan as a kid. Right. I didn't know that, because I wasn't. I've never played it, never touched it. And I honestly remember it as being O-N-Y-X, but apparently it's not. It's O-N-I-X. Right. And uh, so that was a weird kind of thing. Another one, a couple of musical things, really. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Mm -hmm. The hi-ho, hi-ho song. Yeah. How would you sort of sing that line? I think I've heard this one before. Is it when they say, it's off to work we go, Mm -hmm. but it's actually, it's home from work we go or something like that? That is right. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's home from work we go. I've always heard it's off to work we go. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, that's wrong, but no. <laughs> All instances of that is it's home from work we go. Weird, pal. And then finally, you'll know this one too, the Queen song, We Are the Champions. Yeah, right at the end. Yeah. Of the world. Yeah, what you expect it to be. And the recordings are actually, We Are the Champions, dot, dot, dot. I heard a little bit of something about that. Somebody said that apparently on one release that they did, which was like a live performance or something like that that was released, they actually said of the world at the end. Yes. I think it was a Live Aid concert. Yeah, so I'm not sure if people were like sort of remembering that and then mm. like then going back to their old CDs and hearing the original and going, what? It's changed. It's gone. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, sort of makes a bit more sense. But still, I would have laid bets that it was We Are The Champions of the World. Because it makes sense. Regardless of recording. But yeah. That makes sense, doesn't it, to say, you know, to complete sentences and things like that. Yeah. Alas, Queen and Michael Jackson, fucking lazy. Yeah. Lazy writers. Finish your songs. God. It's like, fucking musicians, eh? Disgusting creatures. (laughs) Who would have them? (laughs) Well, thank you, Ian, for that. That was very interesting. I enjoyed that. Beautiful business. Anyway, I wonder about some stupid people who can't operate things that should be easily operated. (laughs) You're in luck, Ian. It's about time. So... I think it's fair to say it's true that people often overlook the warning labels on products, yet occasionally they can provide a jolly good chuckle. So, therefore, for both amusement and, of course, your safety, it's wise to always read the warning label prior to use. So allow me to do it for you. Brilliant. So I have for you some particularly bizarre warning labels that might leave you questioning why the company deemed them at all necessary. (sighs) Starting with the product is Nitol sleeping pills, with the label, may cause drowsiness. Isn't Nitol a homeopathic remedy? No, no, these are sleeping pills. Yeah, but you can't really sell sleeping pills over the counter. Oh, okay. They have to be prescribed, so if I'm not mistaken, they're they're a homeopathic remedy, so they won't make you drowsy. (laughs) Oh, really? Well, have you heard about the way they're made? People who practice homeopathic mixtures, you know, like, say, like, they want to make a pain medicine hmm. they'll take like these might not be the exact measurements so don't get me wrong don't oh so i shouldn't be writing this for my own ingredients list okay <laughs> yeah they take one of the ingredients they'll take like one part paracetamol for example put that into like a thousand parts water and mix it then they'll take one part of that put that into a thousand parts water mix that and then make medicine out of that because they believe that it's the water that makes it stronger <laughs> yeah so these like homeopathic recipes that people take for sleeping pills will not do anything there's a there's a very famous speech that james randy did right and he's on stage and he's like these are sleeping pills uh, they are a homopathic recipe i am gonna sit here and eat the entire fucking packet so he, he scoffs them all and he's like no i'm not gonna die do not be rushing off to call the ambulance or whatever because i've been doing this every night for the last six months because these are bullshit right and he explains why you know and for the exact reason that i've just mentioned to you interesting so in other words nitol is just a little bit of diluted paracetamol oh no it's not it's not all paracetamol okay (laughs) fair enough that was just a particular concoction for something else yes okay well moving on then since you uh kicked that one down (laughs) sorry so the product is a baby pram or you might call it a stroller for overseas listeners so the warning label reads remove child before folding down oh my god <laughs> and I thought, whoever needs that label should be sterilised and have the children taken away. <laughs> Stick to Farmville. That should be the question that determines whether you're allowed to leave the hospital with your children. It's like, so, so when you get them home and they're in the pram, yeah, uh, are you going to remove them first? Well, I was thinking that I might not, because that'll save, like, it'll save storage. It'll save time. <laughs> yeah, like not take them out. They can sleep there. I'll just drop food in once in a while. So yeah, your kids are coming with me, pal. <laughs> You're not getting them. 
<laughs> yeah. And that is a genuine warning label as well. Crazy. Wow. Uh, another one. The product is a jet ski, and the label says, never use a lit match or open flame to check fuel level. Okay, well, I think that can safely be used for any kind of equipment that uses fuel. <laughs> Not just jet skis. <laughs> yeah. So I'm alright to do it at my car. Yeah, your dad wakes up that morning and goes, Hey Bill, can you just um can you check the fuel level on the jet ski and the car, please, tomorrow, you know, in preparation for the trip to the beach. So you got it, Dad, goes up to the jet ski. Oh, better not use a match for that one, but car, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the dad's thinking, I didn't think we bought fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, he didn't read the instruction manual for the car. <laughs> Oh, Chrissy was always a bed. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like him anyway. <laughs> Ever since we folded him down in that pram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, another warning on the pram should have been, may, <laughs> may result in your child becoming an idiot. <laughs> oh, obviously, yeah, for anyone listening, do not use an open flame or a match to check your fuel level. Not good idea. On anything. <laughs> Even if the fuel's, like, just on the floor. Just don't go near fuel with a match. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another one. So I'll read the label first. Contents may catch fire. Mm-hmm. The product is a blowtorch. <laughs> it's like you fucking hope so. Yeah, at least one part of it is wanting to be able to catch fire. <laughs> It's like, I'm returning it if it doesn't. <laughs> I've been using this for ages. Nothing fucking catches fire. It's using it as a hammer. <laughs> Maybe that's why it stopped working. Possibly. Another label says, this product may contain eggs. The product, eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just thinking when I, when I read that, that there's some somewhere in the world, this old guy's at the supermarket reading the label, and it's yeah. like, well, blow me down, Margaret. Looks like these <laughs> won't help your eggy flatulence problems. <laughs> I really need something just to help me get through the night. Not farting. <laughs> have you tried eggs? <laughs> I don't know. Do they have any eggs in them? Check the label. It says may contain eggs. <laughs> well, then there's a possibility it might not. So let's just get them and find out. How absolutely stupid do you have to be? Apparently very. Another one is a product for New Holland small tractors. Okay. Okay. And the warning, avoid death. <laughs> avoid death. <laughs> avoid death. Like, you could put that on everything, surely. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, another one. The product is a washing machine. Yeah. And the warning says, do not put any person in this washer. <laughs> <laughs> Again, in my head, in my stupid head, I was thinking of a scenario where someone's like, first load, whites. Next load, the eldest son. <laughs> <laughs> Or someone's like, oh, can you just put the whites in the uh, in the washing machine, please? And they're like, my wife, if you want. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, it just got a really bad hearing. Oh, dear. If only you'd read the warning. Yeah. Amazing. Another product is pepper spray. And the warning says, may irritate eyes. <laughs> and I fucking hope so. Yeah. Because I don't want to be giving the burglars a fucking spa treatment with cucumbers and a face mask. <laughs> Just make them smell pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is when I've got my balaclava by the side of the bed. Yeah, of course, yeah, just pretend to be one. While they're like, ah, oh, my eyes, you put the old balaclava on. <laughs> yeah, they're like, fucking hell, I'll help you out, pal, this guy's a maniac. 
<laughs> that guy that just sprays just run off let's go get him <laughs> you go that way I'll go this way <laughs> love it um, nearly there okay another product is a child Superman costume okay and the label warning says this costume does not enable flight or super strength <laughs> Now, I feel like that would be a joke, but it wouldn't surprise me if they felt the need to put that on. Kids can't read, for the most part. Yeah, true. You know, and they're probably not going to read that. They're not going to be like, one minute, before I put this on, I just want to have a little sit down and make sure I'm going to be using it correctly, all right, Mum and Dad, thanks. Well, let me check this care label. You go and do something cool. I'm just going to sit down for five minutes and read this. And the parents, they're not going to sit there and take the piss out of the kid, like, well, look at you, you think you can fly, but you can't. They're definitely <laughs> going to encourage it. They'll be like, whoa, oh, oh no, it's Superman. Yeah. Oh, hope he doesn't get me with his super strength. They're definitely going to encourage it. Exactly. I, I tell, I, alas, I don't know what on earth that warning label is about, but it's there. <laughs> it's there. I guess it just covers them, so if the kids ever try and jump off something thinking they can fly, they can be <laughs> oh, like, well, God. we put it on the label that it doesn't do that. So... <laughs> You know what? I bet that's it. Yeah. I think that is exactly why. I think you just solved it. I think most of the the warning labels that go out, even how stupid they sound, is literally just so they cover themselves. So if it goes to court, they can be like, we told you, you fucking idiots. (laughs) I think you're right, you know. You've just defunct this whole thing. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Joking. Okay. Uh, Penultimate one. The product is a children's scooter, and the label says, this product moves when used. Exercise caution and common sense when using. Yep. I think that's kind of fair enough, to be fair. But anyone that doesn't think it moves probably shouldn't be using that. Yeah, I think that warning is just an extension of what you would normally do in life, don't you? Because true. Like, oh, I need to go to the kitchen. Oh, careful. Exercise caution. <laughs> yeah, person moves when want to get up and get things. It's very true. Be cautious of surroundings, that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm just going to extend that to anything. Get on a bike, it'll move. Get in a car, it's going to move. Mm-hmm, that is true. I think most things that get you from one place to another is going to move. I mean, the thing that you would not want to really see that on is something stable, like your house. Yes, yeah, like a big <laughs> warning. Like just, just when you buy it, they're like, oh, congratulations, welcome to your new house house they pull one of those banners and it just unfolds and says house may move <laughs> exercise caution you wake up one morning and you're in another city that's fine it'll make the commute like absolute hell but it would wouldn't it yeah at least it'll be fun it'd like be waking up on christmas morning every day like where am i i'm in rotherham shit <laughs> yeah i think you'd feel that way definitely in rotherham <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me just check the analytics really quickly to make sure no one listens from there. Sorry. At least it'd have had a shout out. <laughs> to be honest, I've never been to Rotherham, so I couldn't tell you if it's bad or not. You tell me. And the final one. Okay. <laughs> God. The product is Apple's iPod Shuffle. Yep. All right. And the label. May shuffle music. See, that would make sense. However, there's three steps here. What it actually says is... Oh, God. One, music capacity is based on four-minute song and 128 kilobits per second ACC encoding. Fair enough. Number two, rechargeable batteries have a limited number of charge cycles and may eventually need to be replaced. Okay. Makes sense. Number three, and final one, do not eat the iPod shuffle. What? Why? Why would anyone want to? It literally says that on the website, do not eat the iPod (laughs) shuffle. Does that mean that one person did that once and they just had to put it out there, you know, to cover themselves? Like, they didn't think they'd have to put it on there initially. You know, like all these other companies put things on to cover themselves. Like, we'd have to put on, don't f***ing eat it. And then one person does it, they're like, right, add it to the list. (laughs) I mean, but where do you draw the line with that, though? Uh, Don't stick it up your bum. (laughs) Don't set it on fire. Put it in a tin can and throw it into your ex's house. (laughs) 
And then there's a little dash to that. Or your neighbours dash. Or yeah. you, <laughs> or anybody's. <laughs> it just baffles me. Yeah, iPod Shuffle. Do not eat the iPod Shuffle. Thanks, Apple. They weren't wrong, I suppose. But... It's foiled my fucking lunch because I've got a bag of them downstairs that I couldn't wait to get my hands on. <laughs> They're quite cheap these days. I'm saving them up till I had a bowl full. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, so there you go. A couple of stupid product warning labels that just are not necessary, but give me a little chuckle. Yeah, they're there for some reason. Apparently. So if anyone's got anything out of that, <laughs> fucking good luck to you. There's some person literally just about to eat their iPod shuffle. It doesn't look tasty. <laughs> Why did you not do the warnings first? We did one of them. That was about the chainsaw. You saved someone else for that. Ah, uh, okay. Well, fair enough. At least I did that early on. I'm glad we got that out there. <laughs> Brilliant. That about bring us round to the end of today's episode then, Jordan. I think it does. Fantastic. Well, thanks for reading us all those fantastical warning labels. They were enlightening and life-affirming because now I know what to do to not die. Amazing. And I'm so pleased that I've helped you. All you ever do is help me, Jordan. That's why I love the new Earth, Jordan. Oh, good. I'm glad to be of service. Still miss my old Jordan, though. Nah. He had a nice smelling neck when he used to hug him like that. <laughs> <laughs> now yours is fucking stinks. <laughs> Yeah, get a shower. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Two Guys What's Up. Don't forget to follow the show wherever you listen to us so you don't miss another episode and maybe even tell a friend. Take your friend to another Earth and then point out all the things that are different to them to freak them out before waking them up in their own bed and convincing them it was a dream whilst playing Two Guys What's Up. Beautiful. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, our link tree link is below, which will just take you to everything you could ever want to fulfill your Two Guys What's Up needs. Would you like to send us an email? Click the link. Want to listen to the bonus episodes? Click the link. Want to get early access to Jordan's Pornhub videos? Click the link! Oh, even I want that. <laughs> it's all in there. <laughs> and don't forget, we now have a Patreon where you can find all sorts of Two Guys What's Up bonus stuff, including our beautiful pin badges, our gorgeous Two Guys What's Up branded t-shirts, and if you really can't get enough of our fantastic tales and haunting voices, well, now you can get more because we have bonus episodes which we release on the last Friday of every month. And there is four just sitting up there waiting for you to just go and have a little audio mouth wash with it just gargle it down in there and get them get it deep in your lugs beautiful and all that is available right now with the bonus episodes kicking off from three pounds a month so if you want to help support the show and get some cool stuff while you do it head over to patreon.com forward slash two guys what's up to check out all the goodies over there the link will of course be down below for your clickety clappery clooped up pleasure and can i just say three pounds a month is nothing that's cheaper than a starbucks ghost pumpkin latte <laughs> But if you can't do that and you still like to help us out, then a five-star rating and review in the Apple Podcast app would go a long way to help us out and we would be eternally grateful. We would. But on that note, thanks for listening, guys. You have an amazing week and we will see you next Monday. Bye. My name's uh, Kevin. Oh, hi, Kevin. I know your brother, Kevulus. <laughs> He's a good guy. <laughs> Apparently so. What's he doing these days? Gargling cum. <laughs> Oh, God. It's not the answer I was expecting you to say. <laughs>